guys, welcome to my podcast, welcome to this new episode, and if you forgot, my name is Darina, and today's topic will be quite serious, you know, and this episode is uh, going to be very, I think, dynamic, and we're going to be talking about really um, crucial um vital things that every teenager faces every child faces and today today's topic is pressure that comes with having the best grades and usually it's a pressure that comes from family of course and it all starts in childhood and um, like of course not always like this uh there are different families different parents some parents don't even care about uh their child's grades or other results but some parents are too like involved in uh their kids lives and i don't think that it is always healthy and wholesome and Parents uh, usually force kids to study, 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 try to, like, work every day, restrict going outside and, like, playing with friends and all those things. It's, you know, it is very common when parents say, you can't go outside if you don't do homework or you can't rest or watch TV if you are not done with maths or biology or, I don't know, English. You know, there are all those good and bad sides when parents are trying to like force um, make children study and today I will talk about both sides of having those high demands from your parents about having good grades and about studying uh, a lot more than um, than hanging out and resting with your friends I don't know so yeah uh i think we i am ready to start and i hope you are ready to listen to me because this topic is really is really serious and uh i don't know like if you are ready for this type of information and if you want to learn something from it and really see those types of um parents and how they affect how they impact their children's lives and let's get started first we're going to start with the good side yeah in this situation there is a good side of this and when uh, i'm talking about when parents are making uh, their children study and like every day and really learn things um so the good side is uh, i have like two points of view on the good side so first one is developing discipline it helps kids to you know be more responsible and develop good habits and set routines i am telling you discipline is is a crucial um quality and crucial like aspect of working because if you don't have that discipline you will not be able to do your work like on time handing your uh your i don't know works like 
on time and um i think that some people really don't understand that discipline is one of those aspects which helps us um stay on track you know and don't go like to the to the right to the left and just look straight look forward see your goals clearly and yeah it is helping us to be more responsible because we're always uh in that mode uh, when thinking about our work about our responsibilities and it really helps that people other people who you're working with or uh like i don't know at school um they those people like responsible people and they have more respect towards them because uh nobody nobody likes when somebody's late nobody nobody likes when somebody forgot forgets to do something and when you are developing this discipline you become more responsible and also developing new habits good habits and set routines is what will help you like don't think about what you have to do by doing it automatically and without really like uh, concerning uh, uh, if I if I have to do it or not, you just do it. And sometimes it is very important in your work, and it will and it will help you like hundred percent. Eventually, it will help you. So yeah, it's one of the good sides. And um, the second good side that I would like to mention is starting now. What I mean by that is that sometimes, you know, things that we learn like in primary school will appear in high school, in college, at your work. And um, it's important to start now to when you are younger. It is way easier to memorize things, to learn new habits, to develop new skills it's a lot easier than doing it when you're even like a teenager it is it is way like harder and you know uh so uh the new brains of children remember things and learn things faster and like more like it it, it gets um it gives us benefits more benefits and it is uh like for instance for instance maths everything is connected there you know everything like if you didn't dedicate time to memorize what's six times seven you won't be able to do it like going further in your life with your studies and i faced this problem so many times and i know certain people for instance my classmates my friends like my sister's brother doesn't matter like uh they if they like um had not learned something when they were younger now it is so hard to try to do it again to try to learn those things again. And I know that, uh, for instance, like uh, continuing this uh, theme with math, um, I know that a lot of my classmates, they are not able to get a better grade at math because they just didn't learn 
that um, information that was in seventh grade, in eighth grade, in sixth grade even, and that is the problem. Really, it is it is a problem, and I know that some parents are really forcing uh, kids to start now. And it will benefit them in the future because I know it. I experienced it myself. And I am really thankful for my parents because they really made me realize that everything I'm learning like at at the age of uh, 6, 7, 10 will eventually appear when I'm 17, when I'm 16 and all those things. So, yeah. This side is was a good side. And I know that we are here not to talk about only the good things, you know, but all, also about bad things and about bad side of parents forcing kids to study more than hanging out with their friends. And now I am going to talk about the bad side of it. And I think that the bad side is going to be more intense and I have a lot more information to say about the bad side. So yeah, I hope you will agree with me. So the first aspect that I'd like to mention about um, parents being like having like a lot of pressure on a child to study more. Uh, the first point of this is anxiety. Yeah. You know, anxiety appears when kids are starting to feel that they are not doing enough. Kids, you know, kids can't comprehend what's worth worrying about and what's not. And when a parent tries to uh, do something like compel uh, children to study more, they are starting, like children are starting to worrying about things that they're not supposed to be worried about. And what I mean by that is that, for instance, like they have a test tomorrow and this test is like the first one, um, it, uh, like at the beginning of the, of the semester, for instance. And it doesn't like, uh, it won't affect your final grade as much as the last uh, like um, grade does. And for instance, this test is not that crucial. And maybe uh, a kid could like uh, study for half an hour and that will be enough for him. But a parent appears and tells the kid like, oh my God, you have a test tomorrow. Like why? Why have you been studying like for half an hour? Go study more. Go study more. You're not going to be able to write this test on a good grade without like studying more and more and more. You can't go out. No, 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 no. Sit down and finish your work. And you know, and a kid like automatically starts to worrying about this test. And it is not even that big of a deal, you know, and uh it really develops that anxiety that will, I, I am a person with anxiety and I can tell you that this is, anxiety is the worst thing ever. Like I can't like um, think of another thing that affected me so much like, like, like anxiety. This is, this is fucking like, I don't know. I don't know how to even describe it. 
you just if you have it you know what i'm talking about it is it is fucking bad it is bad for everybody and everyone and i am struggling with anxiety and i hope that my anxiety my anxiety has gotten better uh, actually in those past years uh because i i became you know more aware of all those things and how to control anxiety and all those things but i really dedicated so much time to not to think about anxiety and not to be that worried about things that won't even matter in five minutes, you know. And so let's get back to to the kids and parents relationships here. So when a person uh, starts to worry about that little test or that little task that they have to do, and then parents are always reminding them that you have to worry, you have to care about this thing, then they start worrying about everything. No matter what, whatever, wherever they go, whatever they do, it's all connected with worrying about that thing. And most of the time, even like I can... I can tell you for sure that anxiety develops the most like in school. It is almost every day there. It is there every day of my life. Uh in the mornings, uh, in the evenings, every every day to be honest. And that is not healthy. That is not healthy. Children are not supposed to feel anxious about simply going to school. I know that there are tasks that you have to like really consider as very important and serious, but it is not worth the pain and that nervousness that you feel when doing those tasks. And you know, here we see very foreseeable future. The more they are pressured to be the best, the worse anxiety gets. And that is that simple. And, you know, parents really sometimes don't understand it. And, you know, parents ha- have been through so much and they don't have anxiety. They don't understand what that means. And that term, like, appeared very, like, um, I don't know, a few years ago. And it was not, it was not, it was always there, I think. But it was not that um popular among teenagers among kids and uh now parents that don't get it they won't be able to get it but they really need to start being so hard on their kids about caring about worrying about tasks they have to do i know that they can simply want their kids to study good to be good and but some pe- some people don't understand that being like the best and being just good is is different things and um and sometimes being uh the best for for the kids is like just being good at something and uh you know as long as the the kid tries their hardest they are the best already in whatever they're doing and so parents need to really really understand this thing and the second bad side of um 
pe- people like parents being so hard on kids is fear. Fear of failing and fear of punishment, to be specific. So parents say, like, if you don't do that, two weeks without the computer. Now, the kid will do anything what a parent wants him to do. And yes, this, like, this approach is efficient for some people. But in children's mind, parent becomes like strict police officer with, with a regime that has to work for the kid. But what if it doesn't? What if a kid doesn't like needs to rest first and his work will be more productive later on? Huh? Like parents something like sometimes when they see a kid like being on their phone or going out with friends instead of doing their work at school that they need to do for tomorrow, for the day after tomorrow, doesn't matter. They like Oh my god, you're not working. Then you have to be punished. Because now, only this way you will understand that this work is... You need to do it. You have to do it. You must do it. And this is fucking like... I can't understand those people. Like, you really think that if your children will start, will start working now... Will be like something better than he will start working uh, an hour from now. Like, what's the difference? Like, uh, let your children, like, let your kid rest and relax their brain after school, after everything, like, they're attending. Maybe they're attending some dance classes. Maybe they're attending, like, art school. Doesn't matter. And they come to, and they come home, like, at five o'clock, at four o'clock. And you still think that they are ready for your fucking, like, whining and screaming and yelling uh because you because you came home and you're like you can't uh, you don't have a right to rest what the fuck is that like i'm really pissed off with those parents that don't understand that some children really need that time to recharge to rest and all those things and parents you know, they try to uh, scare little kids that if they don't do that, they will be punished. And this is a wrong approach, in my opinion. And, you know, uh, what if, like, uh, again, like, going back to that topic, like, if a, if a kid needs to rest, like, what if talking to a friend before dedicating time dedicating time to study will give a sense of like calmness and confidence in the ability to do their job like this is really i think important thing to understand that um we are all different and parents and kids we're all different and uh, some of us need like can work right off the bat like with no resting they just have to do their work first and then they will be able to relax and and so on but some people really need that time to recharge and why why don't you let that kid do those things and start to um yelling and screaming and punishing kids for not being able to uh start doing the work right now when a kid can do it later like I don't really understand. So 
some parents like don't try to find that individual approach but they only want their child to succeed the way they imagine it and you know a lot of parents uh, because they failed in the past they're trying to um have like a projection on their kids of what they haven't done and it it isn't always right like and instead of forcing a child to sit down and solve math problems for two hours straight, parent can, parents can ask and like communicate with the child in order to find out what he needs in this moment to be more profit to to do uh, more profitable work. And fair, like fear of failing starts to follow in again when he's being told that. You know, you'll be nobody in the future if you don't study. Like, you'll be, you'll go, like, you'll go sweep the alley all day. And that is not true. What if, what if solving math problems, it, it's not what a kid is able to do? What if his mind is not, uh, was not, like, <laughs> created <laughs> to solving that shit? And, like, parents don't understand it, like... Parents are usually like equivocal about their children's talents and abilities. Parent wants a kid to, to be a lawyer. Kid wants to be a singer. And maybe he has a talent. Like it's just an example. It parent like compels and kid has no benefits benefits from it because he's not doing what he wants to do. And what we have in result, nobody wins. Nobody wins. Not that parent who wanted their kid to be a famous lawyer and solve all those problems with other people and have like a huge amount of money. But what if a what if um and that kid is a singer. He is a talent to sing. He is natural. He is um being like very good at singing. Just very good at singing. And instead of going and developing the skill even more, recording songs, all those things, trying to be the best at singing and then uh, earning money from singing. A parent forces him to be a lawyer, to study rights, you know, and all those things. But in reality, this kid is not even like able to sit down there and learn those things that he he's not like he he's not um seeking to learn and this is this is an approach will that will never work and parents should you know ask support give their experiences suggest and not to force it it's it is not parents life anymore his kid is an individual a separate human being and if he's not keen on, for instance, like geography, maybe you should ask if he'd like to attend like biology courses or drawing courses or singing courses and dancing classes. It doesn't matter what thing your kid wants to do. You have to be able to embrace every outcome that is going to that his kid can um, do and it, what is going to happen. You know, you have to be smart enough to embrace that information that maybe a kid wants to be 
doesn't want to be a lawyer, he wants to be a singer. And that is absolutely okay, because he will be more happy in his in their life. Like, if they're going to be a singer, or I don't know, a, a, a movie star, I don't know. Like, it can be whatever it is. But people, like parents, really not have to understand it. And they have to also understand that failure is not fatal. It, it is not. Sometimes kids see opportunities where parents can do it. Parents have to really embrace it and understand that being happy is more like um, vital than uh, parents being like ambitious about the things that a kid doesn't want to do. And, you know, parents sometimes are more ambitious than the kids. And they're, they are doing it just because they failed in the, in the past. And they don't want their child to do so. But yeah, I know that it all comes from love sometimes. And really, parents want to protect their child from failing, from failing. But how you'll be able to protect your child from failing when you're not going to be there anymore? Like... When your kid moves out from you, how you're going to be able to protect him from, from failing, from making mistakes? It is not possible. And so some people, some parents really need to understand that have, like doing mistakes is okay for children. And f- like making them scared of you, making them uh, do their work like no matter what circumstances he's in, it is not a good approach and in order to change that uh, parents and kids need to communicate to find out what what they want to achieve together and then what every every of them wants to have like what benefit they want to have from it so yeah and let's move up move on to the next point of view uh, and yeah, let's do it. And next thing is linked to both anxiety and fear, which is perfectionism. Yeah, it, you know, in first grades, it is easier to be perfect and always get good grades. But when a child starts um, getting worse results on, their, on the tests or like other types of works, he grows and understand that he's not perfect, and it causes him anxiety. Yeah, I've been through it. You know, when I was a child, when I was like seven years old, eight years old, I was fucking perfect at school. I learned, I was, I was learning everything. I wanted to learn everything. Yes, I had tough times doing it, but still, I did all the work, and I was having like perfect like grades I was having nine ten maybe like eight on a bad day eight it was my bad day you know and yeah now when and when uh, the thing happened that I started like getting worse grades like not like eight on a uh, like eight was bad for me out of 10. 8 out of 10 was bad for me. And then I, when I started getting like 6, 7, 
It, it hit me so hard. I was so freaking disappointed in myself. It really caused me anxiety. And after, you know, this realization, when a kid like realizes that I'm not fucking perfect, I'm not perfect. He starts to fear that he'll get, he'll be punished from, from the parents for not being perfect as he used to be. And that causes him anxiety too. So perfectionism and being perfect in all aspects of life and work at school causes really anxiety and fear. Anxiety, because you understand that you're not perfect. And that means that you're not doing enough, which means that uh, people will, will not be um, approaching the same way as they did when you were perfect. And also, with uh, not being perfect, you will get punished because your parents expect you to be perfect. But that is not possible. That is not possible, especially in high school. In, especially in high school. And some parents really don't understand it. Some parents' desires, like uh, some parents' um, desires for, the, for their child is being the best is a good aspiration, you know, because parents um, gain approval from other parents or relatives, relatives or colleagues, and that is a pleasant feeling, you know. That is a good aspiration that you want your kid to be good at something, to be keen on things that you are keen on, maybe. And But actually, what parents want from this is only the approval of the society. And they just want to be proud of their kid. They just want to, you know, um, go out like, uh, go out with their friend, go out with their uh, cousin, I don't know, and be like saying like, oh, oh yeah, my kid like has all tense in in mass, and like he is going to be a, an accountant in the future. Oh yeah, I'm so proud of him, you know. And that's what parents want, because this this is a pleasant feeling. It is absolutely normal for parents. But, you know, th- nobody wants their kids to be a total disaster. And before parents start making their kids to believe it in, in themselves. Uh, you know, we are a reflection of our parents till, yeah, um... 10 or 12 years old, I think. And everything we learn from them have a huge impact on how we see the world, how we communicate with people, how we do our work. And sometimes it is not uh, what we really want to do, what our soul wants us to do. And we're, and people like parents are seeking this, um, pride and um, huge amounts of money in the future from the kids and help from their kids simply and in order to do to to do that to make their kids work for them in the future like to be uh, really connected with your kid they are trying to like as they call it like help you develop help you grow but what they're actually doing with this type of behavior, when they're forcing their kids to do what they don't want to do, they're forcing to be perfect and punishing them when they're not. 
is like they are uh, planting the seed of fear in people's and kids' brains. And that is not a good thing. It is completely the opposite. And a kid needs really to understand that it is not like failure is not fatal. And what parents are saying to you is not always the right thing. Yes, they are more experienced as a human beings. They are, they have uh, a lot more thoughts on this and a lot more opinions, like really argumented opinion, opinions about this. But, you know, we're still figuring it out. We are figuring it out. We are not... Uh, we won't be perfect. We can make mistakes and we will make mistakes. And you can't take that away from us. It will always be there. We will always do that. And there is nothing bad at it because it's fucking life. It's just life. And parents who are making their child, like compelling them to uh, to work as hard as they can. Okay. Okay. Really tell your kids. Do as much as you can. Work as hard as you can until until you are like um, feeling that you can't do it anymore. And that will be more efficient than just forcing it um, uh, forcing forcing their children to do everything they want, parents want, and like giving them no fresh air, no breathing, you know, then children will suffocate eventually that is not a good thing that will not be beneficial to nobody nobody wins as i said before so uh, my suggestion for parents will be do not make us do what we don't want until it is like appropriate in that given moment we are just figuring it out and letting us make our own mistakes is better than always like keeping us away from them because in school we will always make mistakes and it's cool i know that even teachers not only parents but teachers too like make us um think that mistakes or oh my god oh my god you're not allowed to make a mistake otherwise you will get a better like worse grade yeah and yeah yeah, I will I will get it back uh, a worse grade and so and so what? And so what? You're going to be what what? You're do, you, what you're going to do about it? It's my fucking life. It's not your life. If I am if I did a mistake, if I made a mistake, then it's my life. It's my life, it's my mistake and I'm going to learn from it. And we will learn from our mistakes and we will learn how to deal with those mistakes. Uh, like mentally and isn't that a beautiful thing that we really we will be able to deal with our mistakes the way that is uh, um, profitable for us not for you so uh, parents really need to understand that sometimes being supportive about what we want to do is better than um then having like those huge like pr- pressuring us to do uh whatever parents like aspired in the past to do and and then they just 
want to want us to make their dreams come true that is that will not happen and my suggestion for children or teenagers will be talk explain show parents what you want because otherwise they'll never know and they will keep forcing you to do what they think is right for you and yes at first it is hard to communicate but because we think that parents do not understand us however they are trying to do it and that's what pisses us off to be honest and it is really so true like when i first heard this idea that uh parents are trying to understand us and that is the thing that pisses us off when i heard it it hit me so hard because i i I realized that this is my situation that happened to me because when a parent uh, tries to understand me, tries to understand what I mean, try to like, uh, they are trying to really get to know me better. That is a good thing. That, that has to be a good thing. But in my world, in my head, it really like makes me like, like, what you talking about? I'm not going to tell you what I'm thinking. This is none of your business. Like, it really gets me, like, um, I don't know, nervous. It gets me, like, jealous of my own ideas. And that is not healthy. And this really, like, pisses us off sometimes, really. And we need to learn to show our parents what we want. To to communicate. Communication is is a key. And you we need to embrace it. So, you know, talking about school, like, uh, failure will always be there. It is inevitable. And in order to reduce pain and guilt about our wrongdoings, parents and children need to learn how to coexist peacefully and, you know, respectfully with boundaries set and goals to accomplish. And I think on this note, I will end this episode because I said what I wanted to say. And it is communication. We all need communication in, in order to for parents to stop doing what they're doing with kids, like fearing, get, giving anxiety, uh, like giving punishment, all those things. We need to really ask. We need to ask, we need to talk, we need to explain and show. And that is the only thing that will benefit both sides. And I really appreciate you guys so much. Thank you for listening. I'm always here if you need someone to talk to. Contact me on uh, Instagram, which will be in the description or my email. And I love you all. I really hope that you learned something from today and maybe this this was that information that you needed to hear right now. Maybe you're going through tough times with your parents. Maybe you're struggling with doing your work. But really, really just think about it. Like, talk, communicate, and every everybody will eventually win from it. And I really want you to not forget that you can live the way you desire and that is completely up to you so yeah 
See you. Bye.